0: Hello and thank you for downloading this episode of My Dad Pod. I hope it finds you well. Now, if you're new to the podcast, let me say welcome aboard this dad-venture. It's a show all about parenthood, about being parents and about our own parents. And I started it back in 2019 after the birth of my daughter Evie. Now, last season, I had guests guide me through being a dad to a brand new baby. But now Evie is a little older. She can walk and she can talk and she can draw all over the furniture. I'm trying to get as much dad advice as I possibly can as I face the challenge that is raising a toddler. Dun, dun, dun. Now, each episode, I am joined by a very special guest to help me get a little wiser. And I'm very excited because this time out, I am joined by, simply put, the undefeated heavyweight champion of the world. He's also, which is just as challenging, a father to five children. Venezuela, Prince John James, Prince Tyson Jr., Valencia Amber, and Prince Adonis Amaziah. It's Tyson Fury who invited the dad pod into his very busy training camp schedule. So here he is, straight out of the ring, topless and panting in the changing room it is the gypsy king on the dad pod So at the time of record, I should point out that we're in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. I hope all those listening are safe and well. Tyson, during this time, you took the opportunity to write a brand new book, The Furious Method, Transform Your Body, Mind and Goals. What a great thing to do. People need this kind of motivation right now. Why did you want to do it? You know, I wanted to, I've done a book earlier on last year, uh, this time last year actually.
1: it was an autobiography on how I started and how how my life went. And and I mentioned a lot about struggle in there. So this book is about how I got through that struggle, what I used, what methods I used, all that sort of stuff, all the interactive stuff they can do. And people can put the goals down, write in the books. There's a lot of stuff in there. Why I wanted to do it was to help people, again, as usual. Um, why, Why else would I want to write a mental health story?
0: no okay uh, you, you uh, want to help people so yeah. share,
1: share my experiences with the world and hopefully they can take something from it and help them in their life
0: uh, one section of the book is kind of key points to live a happier and more furious life and one of them is you know don't let your kids grow up too soon and don't forget to be a bit of a kid yourself um you know you see the great benefits in this and for all yeah. the parents listening what's the best way of implementing that
1: you know, with my kids, it, we live in a
0: world today where it's,
1: it's social media active and all this TikTok and Instagram and Twitter, all these things and Facebooks and iPhones and everything else, iPads. And if I allow the kids, they will be on the iPads and things all day, bring them to the dinner table, everything. They just want to play online on that. So I, I encourage my kids to get outside and play in the garden and take the phones off them, take everything off them. And then they have to go outside and play. Try, try and structure some, some of that playtime into kids' lives rather than just just having, like, after school, being on the phone. and like. When I was a kid, I, when I got back from school, I used to go build dens, climb trees, that sort of stuff. My kids don't want to do that. They're like, I said, go outside and play. Play what, they say.
0: <laughs> like
1: build a den, build a treehouse. I, like, I don't know.
0: Get out there, young man, young lady. Build a den.
1: <laughs> it's uh, a lot more advanced than it was twenty years ago. Though it's uh, this this new this new uh, way of life with everything online and everything at fingertips and all that sort of stuff. That's. Um, it's definitely making the kids grow up soon. And why I say don't want the kids grow up too soon, because there's a lot of time you've got all your life to be an adult and take responsibility on and have adults responsibilities. And once you've got it, you can never get rid of it. You've got responsibilities for life then, not just for a few minutes. So, you know, my, my with my kids, I want them to be a, a kid's innocence as long as they can, because when they're exposed to the real world, they've got that for a lifetime then.
0: Well, and you and were... as an
1: adult yourself, We can take life too serious, take Mm -hmm. our jobs too serious, take everything too serious. And, you know, we forget to have fun sometimes. We forget to be that inner child. We forget to let it out. I think it's really advice to uh, to express yourself and and have fun, let your
0: hair down and enjoy yourself. Um, You also talk of the importance of sleep. You know, you've got got three kids under the age of four. How do you begin to get some sleep, Tyson? What's what's the trick?
1: Quite difficult, but I have training camps, don't I, so it's pretty easy for me and they're away at the moment. So I've had an eight week camp on my own with the trainers and that's when I gain my sleep. But you know, I've learned as, as a parent of five kids, you got to sleep when the kids sleep, try if you can sleep when they sleep, try and get them in a routine of going to bed early and waking up early. And you know, that seems to work for me. I'm, I'm in bed the same time as the kids are in bed on, on normal days and I've not got any events coming up, say the kids are in bed for for seven, eight o'clock, then daddy goes to bed that time too. I know you don't
0: sound uh, like I'm living my best life there, but (laughs) I like to to go to bed early and rise early. Tyson, I I host a breakfast show. My daughter Evie goes to bed at 7pm and I go to bed as well. And I'm quite happy to be there. I've got no fear of missing out. I, I had a good youth and now I'm happy to go to bed at seven. Let me tell you. Yeah. So w- when we're speaking now, you've just finished a, a big session in the gym. You've just been in that training camp and that's part of being an athlete. That's all part of being the champ. Um, and when you're doing the training camps, when you're on the strict diets, when part of the media um, side of things come in with the trash talking, how easy do you find it to, to flip between being Tyson Fury, the boxer and Tyson Fury, the dad? Pretty easy because I've been doing it all my life. Okay. But it's uh, one thing is being a dad and being a husband
1: and, and um, all that sort of home life sort of stuff. But as soon as I go into training camp, a fight's announced. Then I know I've got to get my head on and flip the switch into being a, a professional.
0: So that's all I do. It's quite, it's quite uh, an easy uh, transition because I've been doing it so long. Do the kids ever enter your mind when you're going into the ring? Or is that all part of that same switch that you can flick that you just mentioned? Just about that switch.
1: You know, when I'm, when I'm at home, I'm, I'm Tyson Fury, the person. But when I go into that ring Tyson theory don't exist no more I become the Gypsy King
0: yeah okay
1: and that's just a chapter in the book about creating your own ego and forgetting the person you were for a little minute and then that's, that's what when I become the Gypsy King like I'm not a family man I'm not a father I'm not a husband I'm a, I'm a pure animal fighter you're a wrecking machine I'm a wrecking machine <laughs> 270
0: pound wrecking ball <laughs> six foot nine a wrecking ball there he is um... I don't know about that So in your corner, you figuratively and literally have got your own dad. It must be so lovely to have shared the successes that you've enjoyed and the things that you've overcome, which you do discuss in the book with him, with your, your own dad. And has there been advice that he's given you over the years as a father that you have passed on onto your children? Does anything spring to mind?
1: You know, I have my dad around all the time. Mm-hmm. It helps me in camp because I never had my dad for a long period of my life. at early career. My dad was a, a way out of my life for like five years, so... When I, when I really needed him and when I was struggling coming up in the in the game, it wasn't there. So now he's around a lot more. He spends a lot more time here in camps. And he, he, he's making up for lost time that he lost. So what do I, I teach that my dad has taught me? Like, yeah, my dad, my dad has had a lot to do with the, with the man I am, like being able to stand on my own two feet and that sort of thing. And, and he, he's taught me that. My dad said to me a long time ago when I was a kid, he said, if you if you want something, son, there's a big world out there. Go and get it nothing's unachievable, everything's just there if you work hard enough and that's what I'll instill into my kids as well, it's like as a father you just, life changes when you become a, become a father, it's like you don't think about you anymore, it's about the kids and what's best for them and like, I've got five young kids and it's like what's going what's gonna to happen in their lives and how are they going to get on and I think the, the most important thing to me would be for my kids to, to have a happy life you know, whatever they do, whether they're doing a uh, a nine to five job working in Tesco's, or whether they're a brain surgeon, I say enjoy it and make the most of it because you've only got one life. And if you're stuck in, in something that
0: you, you can't stand to do, then you need to make a change, and that change should be today. Well, well said, Tyson, absolutely. Oh, how would you feel about your kids following in your footsteps into the world of boxing? Is that something you would encourage? And obviously you are very well placed as the champ to, to give them any tips that they need. Or, or have you seen enough of this world from the grassroots up to, to feel it's best that they stay away? No, I think it's inevitable. My uh, sons are probably
1: will box 100 million percent. Um, I think it's a good grounding for, for, for kids, it teaches them manners and teaches them respect it teaches them to respect other people's property. It teaches them how to conduct because in a gym in a boxing club you got young boys and girls in there and the difference in kids that go in a boxing club and kids that are hanging around on the streets mm. is, is a goal the difference you know you get the kids in boxing gyms are never cheeky they're never rude this that because they know in a boxing gym you get punched in the face for that and there's there's no like Ten-on-one fights and stuff like that in a boxing gym, you get taught how to be fair and square and, and how to conduct and be, be a proper person, I'd say. I think, it's, I think it's very vital. And even if my kids didn't go on to be professionals or whatever, then I'd still love them to do some type of combat sport
0: because I, th- I think it really does teach discipline and respect. Okay, no, that's, that's good to hear. And as you say, there are so many stories you hear from professional fighters and boxers. It was almost a choice between hanging out on the street corner with the wrong kind of crowd or getting into that gym. And, and the success stories, however big, not maybe as successful as yourself, Tyson, but, but it has helped to give them the right pathway in, in life. So that's important to hear that from you, I think.
1: Yeah, I think all sports, not just boxing or combat sports, all sports change lives. You know, we've seen during the first lockdown, when there was no sports happening and, and how, how boring our lives become without the sports. And I was itching for any type of live sports to come back on, like, what's on? I'm going to just watch anything. <laughs> and now the football's back on. It's like, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> and there's a few live boxing events on and stuff. It's been, it's been a game changer for me in my, uh, in
0: my life, that's for sure. Well, 100%. Now, Tyson, we're all aware of the concept of the dad joke when dads embarrassing themselves by trying to be funny. But on the dad pod, I'd like to turn that around and ask, what do your kids do that make you laugh? We've had uh, previous guests have said that they're excellent impressions or they like to sing songs at them. Uh, Are your kids funny? Do they make you laugh? You know, I've got a lot of kids, so I... uh... I'm always
1: on my, keep them on my toes and you know, they, they do, having, having young children around, it brightens the mood and it, it make, does make you happy. You know, best time in, in my life when the kids are small. Um, when they're young and at home and everyone's happy and, and the small things please them, then I
0: think that's the best ages that you take advantage of. Oh, hear, hear, absolutely. We've had some excellent dad advice on the dad pod over the years with the different guests that I've had on. Is there one piece of dad advice you would like to pass on to all the parents who have downloaded and, and, and are listening? You've already said that, you, you know, your dad said you've got to go out there and get what you want. Is, is there something that you would like to pass on to everybody right now? You know, with, with kids,
1: you can... I often think to myself, I spend hours pondering over what my kid's going to do and how their life's going to turn out. You know, you just got to you can't control anybody else's life for them. That's what I've learned. And, you know, no matter what I want for my kids, they're only gonna make their own decisions anyway. I think as parents, we can just be the best parents we can be at that time. And then uh, hopefully if we've done a good job, then they go on and they do their own thing and they make the right choices. They make green choices, as they say in my kids' uh, (laughs) uh, nursery, make the green choices. so hopefully, if I've done my job as a father, then it will um, it'll brush off on the kids. And, you know, the one thing I, I could actually say I want from my kids is for them to grow up with good manners and respect other people. And, and, and that's it. Live a happy life.
0: You know, you and, can and get a good adult
1: in, like, wanting to be a successful success, success, success. Success is being happy. And as long as you're happy, I think you're as successful as you can be.
0: Tyson, uh, before we wrap things up, um, I like to ask this of all my guests, Uh, your kids, all five of them hear this back in 15 years time from now. What message would you like to leave for them on the podcast? I'd like
1: to leave. Daddy loves you more than anything. And if anything happens, just be strong. And uh, I know that I'll always be around somewhere.
0: Uh, well said. Tyson, um, the excellent new book, The Furious Method, Transform Your Body, Mind and Goals, is out. It's already Amazon number one. So congratulations on that. Good Thank luck for much. all the future and send our love to the family. Thank you very much indeed, Tyson Fury. Thanks, Tyson. Cheers, Thank you very much. See you
1: later right. on. All Take all care. Right.
0: the Gypsy King Tyson Fury incredible what an honour to spend some time chatting all things dad with the heavyweight champion of the world now I've got loads of shout-outs to do. So many of you get in touch about the podcast. It means a lot. So hello to Kelly Redman. Thank you for downloading. Charlie B, who tweeted me. Free Butts, who got in touch via iTunes. Ben Davis, you are all legends. As I say, thank you for listening. Um, There's loads of love specifically for the Howard Donnell episode. So, um, Howard, I'm kind of reading these out for you, if you're still downloaded. Uh, Nia Jones, Joanna Grace, Jules Thompson, Claire Whittaker, Jolene Byrne, Lisa Kingham, Diane Hunt, thank you all, and that's on behalf of Howard, as I say. I also wanted to take a moment to thank Liam Booth in Stockport for emailing me. He said, Dave, I just wanted to say how much I'm enjoying your dad pod. I've just come across it and have binged all the episodes across the weekend. I am due to become a dad for the first time in March, and so the pod has been a great listen for temporarily allying any fears that I have, whilst also providing some invaluable tips and advice for when the time comes around. Can't wait to hear more episodes when they are released. Well, first of all, Liam, to you and your partner, congratulations. You have quite the adventure ahead. So, of course, there are plenty more Dad Pods on the way. So much for you to enjoy. And if you want to continue to email me, you can. It's DaveBerryDadPod at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram if you want to get in touch that way. Please do leave us a comment and review. It means a lot. And, well, as Liam has said, there's a back catalogue for you to get involved with, including, well, find out what Joe Swash's Lucky Dip means. I know it will stay with me for a long time. Discover why, as a parent, Rob Beckett likes to spend as much time Time in the bathroom as possible, and hear musical marvel Tim Minchin invent a soundtrack to childbirth on a mini keyboard. Spoiler: it sounds a lot like the Jaws theme. They're all available to download and listen back to from wherever you get your podcasts. And finally, if you'd like to hear me really early in the morning, while well, I am live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. on the Absolute Radio Network with the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, now. Next time on My Dad Pod, I will be joined by a primetime television presenter, a journalist, a quizmaster, a father of two. Ben Shepherd is my next guest. I'll see you then. Thanks again for listening.